This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Farm Group, cool to USMCA. Japan deal said nearly done. And hemp industry has yet to overcome FDA concerns. National Farmers Union playing wait and see with USMCA. The National Farmers Union is calling on the White House to address a number of what the group sees as shortcomings in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. A resolution adopted by NFU's board and released yesterday says the country of origin labeling, or COOL, should be added to the agreement and that the trade pact should also address concerns Democrats have raised about labor standards and drug pricing. Keep in mind, adding COOL to the trade agreement is a non-starter. Mexico and Canada both fought a U.S. cool law that was enacted in 2002 and had its beef and pork provisions later repealed. There's no way those countries would renegotiate USMCA to fully reinstate country of origin labeling. However, given that other major farm groups are lobbying hard for USMCA, the fact that NFU isn't endorsing it yet gives House Democrats some political cover to continue their negotiations with the White House. We'd like to be able to support USMCA, but we are withholding judgment until we see the deal. That the word of National Farmers Union President Roger Johnson. Some 380 NFU members are on Capitol Hill through Wednesday lobbying on their policy priorities. Farm groups and lawmakers to rally for USMCA. Still uncertain how much longer House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will need before she decides on whether to hold a vote on the USMCA implementing bill. But farm groups and lawmakers will be pressing her this week for a speedy ratification. Leaders of the American Farm Bureau, American Soybean Association, National Corn Growers, U.S. Apple Association, National Milk Producers Federation, and others will be joining Democratic and Republican lawmakers to rally Thursday on the National Mall to push for the renegotiated NAFTA to be completed this year. House Democrats have said they are still waiting on the U.S. Trade Representative to give them written proposals that address concerns over USMCA, some of which call for a reopening of the pact and new approval by all three countries. McKinney optimistic for quick approval of Japan deal. The miniature U.S.-Japan trade pact announced last month still isn't complete, but Ted McKinney, USDA's trade undersecretary, says the plan is for both countries to implement it by around January 1, immediately bringing down Japanese tariffs on a wide array of U.S. ag commodities. McKinney said that 70 to 90 percent of the agreement is complete. The U.S. isn't going to get everything at once in the pact, McKinney told National Farmers Union members yesterday, but he named some U.S. commodities that will get tariff cuts, including beef, pork, ethanol, distillers, grains, and soybean meal. McKinney confirmed that the Congress won't have to ratify the pact, but Japan's legislature will. Still, he said he expects on January 1st we'll go live on the agreement, and that way tariffs would come down in some margin equivalent to other countries in the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which the U.S. pulled out of two years ago. USDA releases aid details. USDA is out with some key details on the disaster aid program Congress authorized back in June. 
USDA only has about $3 billion to spend, so officials say that payments for 2019 losses will be limited to 50% of eligible coverage versus 100% for 2018 losses, which were the original target of the bill. For farmers with prevented planting claims this year, the USDA will provide a 10% bonus payment and an additional 5% on top of that for producers who purchase the harvest price option. There also are rules for covering losses from stored grain that was flooded this spring. Purdue not worried about spending limit. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue says USDA should be in no danger of hitting the $30 billion limit on the spending authority it's using to make the market facilitation program payments this fall. Purdue indicated USDA has been managing the MFP payments to stay within the limit, and it's counting on Congress to replenish the department's Commodity Credit Corporation account. A new fiscal year starts October 1. We very carefully looked at the cash flow situation of CCC, and you know, the replenishment comes around this time of year. So that's what we're really relying on as far as the funding for CCC going forward, he told reporters covering the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture meeting yesterday in Albuquerque, New Mexico. FDA questioning CBD safety. FDA's food safety chief, Fred Giannis, insists the agency is looking for a path forward to legalizing the use of the hemp-based CBD in foods and supplements. But Giannis emphasized in a speech at the NASDA meeting that FDA has concerns about CBD safety. He also said that the agency has seen a number of false and misleading label claims for CBD, including that it is effective against cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and other maladies. These products are unapproved new drugs. They are illegal and they pose a risk to consumers, he said. He said an agency working group that is studying the issue would have a report or interim report out sometime this fall. We are working on the appropriate path forward, and we know that we have to provide clarity, he said. GAO, food waste needs federal support. USDA and FDA need to coordinate with state, local, and tribal governments to reduce confusion over date labels on food that can result in consumer confusion and food waste, according to a new report from the Government Accountability Office. The agencies agree with GAO, saying they are working with EPA on a food waste initiative launched in October, one of whose goals is to clarify and communicate information on food safety, food date labels, and food donations. But Democratic Representative Shelley Pingree of Maine, who had asked for the report, along with Connecticut Republican Rosa Delaro, praised GAO's work and said, until we have a federal law that actually standardizes date labeling across all markets, we will not see a significant reduction in consumer confusion or food waste greenhouse gas emissions. Here's today's He Said It. There's a reality out there. The reality is we're going broke. We don't need presidential tweets that create trade wars. I'm sorry, but we don't. And we don't need a Secretary of Agriculture making comments and jokes about farmers and basements being wine sellers. This is real. Wisconsin dairy farmer Dennis Rosen during a USDA briefing for National Farmers Union members. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 10th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.